Welcome to the ministry of Smyrna Presbyterian Church. Founded in 1914, Smyrna Presbyterian Church believes in the Bible as the Word of God and so desires to preach, teach, pray, and sing that Word so as to know Christ and make Him known in our community, country, and world. We invite you to join us in that mission. Worship services are every Sunday at 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. Here now is our pastor, the Reverend Joel Smith. Well, if you remain standing for the reading of God's Word, as we turn back to the epistle of Peter, it's good to be back with you this day as we resume our study. And we are going to be reading from 1 Peter chapter 1, beginning in verse 10. Concerning this salvation, the prophets who prophesied about the grace that was to be yours searched and inquired carefully. Inquiring what person or time the Spirit of Christ in them was indicating when he predicted the sufferings of Christ and the subsequent glories. It's revealed to them that they were serving not themselves, but you, and the things that have now been announced to you through those who preach the good news to you by the Holy Spirit, sent from heaven, things into which angels long to look. Amen. Thus far, the reading of God's holy word. You may be seated. Well, this last week, as you know, my family and I were gone to Florida. And we made the mistake of telling our children, particularly the youngest one, well in advance that we were going to the beach. So for months, we have been hearing about the beach from our three-year-old. Talking about the beach, going to the beach, What do you do when we're at the beach? In fact, he insisted that the sound machine, which he sleeps to, be set to the ocean waves setting. So every night he would fall asleep to the waves crashing on the beach. And so we have heard about the beach, the beach, the beach, which is kind of cute, but the problem is that as a three-year-old, he has no concept of time. So again, for months, we have heard multiple times of day, we are going to the beach tomorrow. And obviously, we have to correct him, say, no, Paul, it's not tomorrow, it's in a couple months. Oh yeah, a couple months, he would say. Next day, or even later that day, we'd hear it again. We're going to the beach tomorrow. No, no, in a couple months weeks. And this went on and on, and he told everyone, in fact, he told our next-door neighbor, again, several weeks in advance, that we're going to the beach in four minutes. Months, weeks, days, minutes are all the same. Time is relative to a three-year-old. But he lived with that future expectation, that excitement every day of going to the beach as a three-year-old that could come at any day. And as a result, we as a family got excited to go to the beach, not only so that he would stop talking about it, but because his excitement was infectious. And it's through this experience I sensed what I think Peter is speaking about in this opening statement in verses 3 through 12 that there is a future expectation of the revelation of Jesus Christ. 
the fulfillment, the consummation of salvation, that Jesus is coming back again. And that thought should be central to our thinking. And that excitement, even, should be with us in such a way as if it were going to happen tomorrow. That time almost ceases to exist because of the longing that we have. And that revelation puts everything into perspective. That future event puts the present into perspective. It puts present sufferings and trials, as we saw two weeks ago in verses 6-9, through into perspective. And that desire and longing is what all the saints of the past look forward to as well as the prophets, as we see in our passage today. And the Old Testament saints were looking and longing and searching for this same revelation to you, to see that which we see so clearly, that salvation is found in Jesus Christ, and Jesus Christ alone. And so we'll see that in two points this morning. First, the salvation of old, and second, the salvation of anew. First, the salvation of old. There has been a lot 